ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to War Stories. My name is Ryan Smeltz, and before we jump into today's episode, I just want to tell you about our sponsor, Soldier Girl Coffee. So if you haven't seen her in the show notes yet, be sure to check out the link down there. This is a phenomenal company, and one of the reasons why we chose to partner with them is because their goal is to not only serve Americans the best coffee experience ever, but they also use their business to inspire and implement solutions to prevent veteran suicide. So uh, that is important as uh, the coffee is uh, flavorful and one of my favorites. The reason why I like this coffee so much is not only using the link below can you save up to 20% off the coffee, uh, but you can also choose from a wide variety of flavors such as vanilla cream, French vanilla cream, 100% Colombian. They even have snickerdoodle, Hawaiian hazelnut, and southern pecan. I think it's also important to mention that with veterans dealing with PTSD and things of that nature, they also offer hemp infused or CBD infused coffee. It is one of the only veteran-owned coffee companies that does that, and it definitely helps with whatever ails you. So if you like supporting small veteran-owned businesses, uh, she was a medic in the Army, and now she runs a coffee company to help other veterans. So be sure to check out that website or your coffee and get your caffeine fix today. Now, moving on to today's episode, we talked yesterday about me starting in whiteface, and if you weren't listening or weren't paying attention, I definitely introduced the episode as uh, Morning Brews. So that being said, if you have not heard Morning Brews, be sure to check out the Business and Brews website, which that and those episodes and the Veteran Talk Show episodes are all on the same website now. So you can go to VeteranTalkShow.com or BusinessAndBrewsShow.com and you end up in the same place. Uh, but today we are talking about more about the phase three FTX. Um, I told you yesterday it might turn into multiple episodes and that is 100% true. So um, I wanted to tell you, uh, obvi obviously I told you yesterday about how um, the, the smoke versus the CS gas. And I mentioned I wanted to talk a little bit about first sergeant and the shaving episode. So, um, now, anyone who's ever been to the field knows that uh, you go out there, uh, maybe you have running water, more than likely you don't. Um, they usually have the water buffalo set up uh, where you can refill your canteens, your camelbacks. Um, and then when it comes to shaving, of course, uh, in basic training, um, I don't even know if anyone had electric razors. I know I didn't. Uh, so you just have a regular razor. And when you're not in the barracks, you don't get hot water. So that was super exciting. But it was also uh, very difficult to shave. Um, because I personally feel like shaving with a regular razor with cold water is almost the same as uh, shaving with no water. Uh, it you know, obviously doesn't make 
the hair on your face stand up so it's harder for the razor to get under it and now it just feels like you're literally taking a rake to your face i know i i sound like a pro with this this beard on talking about shaving but i did it twice a day for 10 years um and so i wake up i get my canteen cup and my shaving cream and i go over there and i rake my face um as best as i possibly can and i know i didn't do a very good job but i guess in basic training they give you a little bit of leniency later on we are in the chow line uh one of my favorite events during training and um of course you have to come to the position of attention move forward in line stop and then go to the position of parade rest uh so we're doing that and then i'm standing there at parade rest and the first sergeant is walking around now you know any anyone that remembers basic training um, if you're a trainee, if you're a, a drill sergeant, more than likely you know who the first sergeant is. Uh, you talk to them on a regular basis, um, and you're familiar with who they are. I also don't completely know the structure um, necessarily, so I, I assume the first sergeant was for our our training company, um, but I, I don't know if there's an overlap there or uh, or how that works. Um, because I, I was never a drill sergeant. So, uh, any, anyways, if you're a trainee, then maybe you don't know who that person is. Um, I, I mean, of course, you see their picture. Maybe uh, they don't come around that much. Maybe you're not very familiar with them. So, at this point, I just know the guy with the diamond on his chest is a first sergeant. And he walks by. Um, I believe this was my first interaction with him. Um, I feel like he had already retired from the army uh, twice and re-enlisted. Um, that is just how old he seemed to me. Um, I don't remember his name, but he paused beside me. He, he was a very uh, calm person. Um, so it, it just seemed like he was kind of... Uh, doing his thing doing his spot checks or whatever and he stopped beside me and he says smelts did you shave today and because i had gotten up and raked my face with cold water <laughs> and done the best i could i said yes first sergeant and that was the end of it i know a lot of people probably thought i was about to get ripped a new asshole but uh that did not happen um i shaved my face he stopped and asked if i had shaved and i said yes so i did not get the id card test um it was not that serious uh i think because i told him i had shaved and i had put some effort in uh they at least expected you to do your best to adhere to the standards um if if it had become an issue, I probably would have just asked for some hot water so I could go try again, uh, to be honest with you. But um, at the end of the Phase 3 FTX, so we didn't talk about this yesterday, but basically if there was no <clears throat> either um, transportation out to the training area or there was some sort of um, ruck march 
requirement that we had to hit, <clears throat> excuse me, then we would rock march out to the training area or back from the training area. And so, um, this is one where we ruck marched out to it, and so we turn around and we ruck ruck march back. Um, and that that was definitely one of the longer ones. Um, the I feel like the phase three. Um, you know some some of the rifle ranges that we went to. Um, maybe the phase five, depending on where it was. I I could be wrong, but I feel like the phase five we essentially took Humvees and they just crammed us in there. Um, because at that point we had to know how to drive them and then we practiced night driving and all that. But we'll, we'll get to that later on down the road. But the phase three FTX ruck marching back after you had just been in the field for, I believe at least five days, um, was def definitely a challenge, a very long walk. Um, I feel like the the rucksacks weren't necessarily that heavy, but this coming from me after I've had experience with heavier rucksacks. But uh, of course, you had the people who struggled, the people who did it easily. Um, I definitely feel for uh, the shorter people, primarily because in the MP Corps we're co-ed, and so it, the girls have a tendency to be a lot shorter than the guys, um, and. You know, just to put it into perspective, we had, I distinctly remember we had one girl uh, who, at the position of attention, uh, couldn't really hold her rifle properly because it was almost as tall as she was. You know, um, that, that might be a bit of an exaggeration, but you get the point. Uh, my point is me being six foot three, uh, going on a ruck march, of, of course, they just try to haul ass. They, it, Feels like they put the fastest person up front, and then they're like, "Stay together." Um, you know, she she had a little bit more trouble uh, during those ruck marches because her legs are shorter. So that that's one thing I noticed. It's like you can set the standard across the board, but at the end of the day, uh, the <laughs> length of somebody's legs actually do matter. So it it could. Could be fun. It could definitely be a challenge. Uh, that specific person, I give her props because she kept up and didn't really let it get to her. And you had uh, taller, more capable people uh, falling out, giving up, or asking someone to carry their rucksack. So that was exciting. And of course, you got to hear the drill sergeants yell at them. Uh, but uh, anyways, tomorrow we will continue the saga that is uh, my army career. Um, don't worry if you're looking, uh, to hear more exciting stories, those are coming. Um, if you know someone that is going to basic training or, um, maybe is in the middle of it and you want to, uh, send them this podcast, I encourage you to do so. I would love to hear from people, uh, what the differences are now in training versus how they were back when I went through. Uh, I think that would be pretty cool to hear. So be sure to hit us up on the website. Uh, once again, VeteranTalkShow.com. Um, just go to contact us or um, leave a, a comment below if you're watching the video on Spotify, YouTube, or Facebook. Uh, you can definitely do it that way as well. So uh, if you haven't already, then be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Tell your friends to subscribe as well. And if you like this episode, frankly, even if you didn't, then leave us a five-star review. My name is Ryan Smeltz. This is War Stories, and I will see you on tomorrow's episode.